nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another weekend short of the Zika Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. I want to put together this short because um, someone reached out to me about a few weeks ago and asked about the connection between cortisol levels and testosterone. And that gave me an idea because I'm sure that there are many people who do not really know the connection or, or even understand that connection. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Because there are some things that we need to be aware of. And I will explore them in today's short. So stick around because there's going to be some, I'm going to release some information that can really help you, especially if you have low T levels, which is impacting your performance, your fat loss, or so on and so forth. But before I begin, remember to check out the Zika recommendation page for all products and services, actually, not just products, products and services that I've recommended for health, fitness, and fat loss, along with my discount code so you can save some money. The link will be in the show notes and, of course, in the description of the podcast. With that being said, let's get this started. First, we need to know what is testosterone? And why is it important? It may sound like a, just a basic question, but really we need to know what this hormone really does. So according to Healthline, testosterone is a hormone found in humans as well as in other animals. So when I say humans, I don't mean just men because we tend to have the thing that men have testosterone, women have estrogen. That's not necessarily true. Both men and women have testosterone and estrogen, just different levels. And I'm not going to get into all that in this short. But in men, the testicles primarily make testosterone. I said testosterone, right? I mean, primarily make testosterone. Women's ovaries also make testosterone, though is the kicker in much smaller amounts. Usually, I should say, usually. See, the production of testosterone starts to increase during puberty and begins to dip around age 30 or so. You can see why this is important to know? Because it starts to dip around age 30 or so. That's why when you're young, take advantage of those beginner gains. Take advantage of them. I'm not saying it has to start to dip at age 30. It can start later on, depending on your nutrition, your lifestyle, you know, epigenetics, of course, right? But Generally speaking, it starts to dip around age 30, which makes things a little bit more interesting. So here are some things that can happen with low testosterone in men. Decrease sex, sex drive, so decreased libido, right? Less energy, weight gain, feelings of depression, 
moodiness, low self-esteem. I'm having a struggle talking today. I really am. But I meant to say low self-esteem, less body hair, and thinner bones. Again, these are just some things that can happen. So in women, they can experience low libido, reduced bone strength, poor concentration, depression, and so on and so forth. See, again, testosterone is important for men and for women. But we all need them and use them differently. Now let's talk about some habits because there are many habits that can improve testosterone levels. And I will discuss them a little bit deeper in a follow-up short. But as promised, let's discuss cortisol. See, this is PubMed study that has shown that the administration of cortisol into circulation at rest will result in reduced blood testosterone levels. Hear that again? The study shows that the administration of cortisol into circulation, into your bloodstream while you're at rest, will reduce blood testosterone levels. Why is this important? Because this is now showing that connection. The increased amount of cortisol reduces testosterone levels. There's that connection I've been talking about. So when I talk about excess stress, you know, so I, when we talk about self-care and ways to de-stress, it does have an impact on your testosterone levels, which can impact everything else, right? So stress impacts you directly and in some ways indirectly by how it impacts your hormones. And by the way, testosterone, not the only hormone that it impacts. Many researchers have used these results, one that I mentioned earlier, to imply that physical exercise induced cortisol increases would perhaps result in subsequent reductions in circulating testosterone levels. So I'm saying that again, so they're saying that physical exercise induced cortisol increases, which would perhaps result in subsequent reductions in circulating testosterone levels. Interesting, right? So are we saying that testosterone then, or physical exercise will lower testosterone? Well, remember this earlier study mentioned at rest, not physical exercise. So correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation, right? The next tip is with exercise, it can actually raise your testosterone levels, especially if you're weight training. So don't think, okay, I'm not going to work out because I don't know about cortisol levels. That's, that, that's not what I mean here, right? I just want to show that there's a connection because if you think about it, when you exercise, it trains your body on how to respond well to stress. Now, if you're stressed all day long and you're yelling in traffic, your cortisol levels are consistently high, that's when you're looking at a chronic levels that could reduce your testosterone levels. And the link to this study is in the show notes. I'm not going to go over it a whole lot more, but I just want to clarify that piece. Because as I said, correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation. But what we know for sure, though, is that excessive cardio can lower testosterone levels, 
which is connected to lower testosterone, loss of muscle mass, and so on and so forth. So exercise can train you, train your body on how to respond to stress. However, excess exercise, especially excess cardio, can lower your testosterone levels because it keeps your cortisol consistently high. That's one of the reasons why I, I always say you have to have a balanced routine of weight training and cardio. I'm not bastardizing cardio. I'm not saying cardio is bad, but you have to have a balanced routine because they each do different jobs. There are times you need to train in zone two, right? Which is lower oxidative stress, lower information type zone, right? It, it keeps your breathing consistent. You can have a conversation while you work, but you're still getting great, great um, results because you're training your body how to burn fat in zone two versus when you go into zone three or higher all the time, you're causing that constant rise in cortisol that takes sometimes hours to go away. That's one reason why I don't recommend working out close to bedtime and especially doing cardio close to bedtime. It will interfere with your sleep. Anyway, let's continue, right? Okay, here's another study. It's from the University of Texas at Austin, which indicates that high levels of stress hormone cortisol plays a critical role in blocking testosterone influence on competition and domination. This is according to a new uh, psychological research. So think about it, right? It says that high levels of stress hormone cortisol plays a critical role in blocking testosterone's influence on competition and domination. Again, this is according to their you know, psychology research. And again, the link will be in the show notes. So what they're saying is a high level of cortisol can lead to individuals not being as competitive, not doing their best. Because remember all those, um, those situations I mentioned earlier, right? Low sex drive, low energy, you know, all these things are going to make it harder for you to be at your best. It can also impact your mental clarity. So here again, there's, there's a connection there. And again, this study will be in the show notes. Check out these studies because they are fantastic. And they can be very beneficial. I want you to read the entire thing. Also, listen to my earlier shorts uh, from earlier in the year, January, February. I have some regarding exercise um, to learn how to implement a proper training protocol for weight management, where I talk about the balance between cardio and strength training. And you can also check out some other shorts too that I have on like gut enzymes and things that you need to know that can really help you to lose weight and lower the stress of having to worry about losing weight because you're doing the right things. And it's just, it, it may be a slower process, but you're creating a foundation, a long lasting foundation. Now, let's talk about habits to lower cortisol levels. You know, the first thing I'm going to say is get adequate sleep. We know all the benefits of sleep. I'm not even going to hype over them um, anymore, in, not in this short at least, because even listening to me, you know the importance of sleep. You know, I have an article on my blog, ZikaHealth.com, on how to get quality sleep. You know, I have an entire short on how to get quality sleep, which is about 12 minutes. You can listen to that as well. I believe that one's in January. Exercise. Bing, bing. I said that earlier, right? Exercise. Not chronic exercise, but exercise. 
we need movement. Exercise trains our bodies how to respond well to stress. As long as it's not chronic, and you're not always tired. In fact, someone um, reached out to me the other day to ask me which habit was more important for weight loss. And she mentioned uh, exercise and sleep and a few others as well. But as I think my answer surprised her because I mentioned to her that sleep is more important than exercise. They're both important. But if, if you exercise and you don't get enough sleep, you can't recover. You can't rest. Your hormones won't rebalance well. Neurotransmitters, everything won't work together if you do not get adequate sleep. I'm not saying you should sleep all the time and don't get any exercise, but if I have to sacrifice one, even though for me it would be tough because I train six, six, days a, um, six days a week, that's just because I'm, I'm a different kind of crazy. But I can't sacrifice my sleep. Impacts your mental clarity your production levels, your strength, your cortisol levels. I mean, quality sleep is more important than exercise, but a proper exercise regimen connected with quality sleep makes a huge difference. Learn to recognize and improve stress levels. I have an ex and a short from, I think it's either late February or early March on stress levels. So go back and take a list to that. Learn how to recognize and improve your stress levels. Because again, even if, Let's say you get quality sleep and you work out, but there's still, let's say, let's say that's eight hours, right? So if I do my math right, that's about 16 hours. Let's say that's nine hours. That's if you do, that's about 15 hours, right? Sorry, it took me a second to do the math in my head. <laughs> but you do, those additional 15 hours, you're always stressed out. You're always working, moving, going. You never get a break. Time for yourself. Your cortisol levels are going to be chronic. So then you need to learn how to deal with that. And I have a short from about, say, late February, early March, where I talk about your stress levels and how to keep your stress levels lower. Because those are the times. It's still, even with the exercise and the sleep, that's assuming you're still most of your day, you're still struggling, which has a larger impact because that's the majority of your time. And then most people don't even get quality sleep. So you take that out of the equation and then, and then some people don't get quality sleep and they don't work out. So then you just hurting yourself on every level. So yes, that's why it's never just one thing that works. It's all about putting it together. Having a breathing technique, I have a short on that as well. Proper breathing technique lowers cortisol levels, activates your vagus nerve. Very important. Habits like humming are really big. Gargling, I mean, activates your vagus nerve. Singing, I play my guitar all the time. I love playing my guitar and singing. I don't have the best singing voice in the world, Anybody that knows me knows I can't sing a lick, but I will sing and play my guitar all the time. Sometimes before I eat, before I go to bed, definitely early in the mornings, even just for five to 10 minutes, makes a huge difference. That ties into having fun and laughing. I interviewed Jess Brain. I think I released that one in January or February. And uh, Jess Brain, she actually studies the brain and teaches people how to optimize their mental capacity. 
or should I say their mental function. And she mentioned that if you laugh and try to think a negative thought, it is very hard. If you, and I actually tried it while I, was in the, while I was in the interview. I was trying it to see if it would actually work. And it really was hard. And if you can laugh and think a negative thought very easily, I might be a little bit scared of you just to say. <laughs> but, but really, if you're laughing, having a good time, it's hard to think a negative thought. And we know of all the health benefits of laughing. So laughing, having a good time. Yes, life gets stressful. I have my moments. Nobody is perfect. But you have to do what you have to do for you to take care of yourself. Enjoy your life. Take time for yourself. And you know what? It doesn't have to mean go out, spend money. I like to watch cartoons and laugh. Everybody, anybody been listening to my episodes and my shorts know that I watch Big City Greens from Disney. I was with my cousin the other day. She's eight years old. Actually, no, she's seven. She'll get mad at me if I say she's eight. And we were watching Big City Greens together. She didn't know I like cartoons. And we were watching. She fell asleep. She fell asleep in my bed. And we woke up the next day and, you know, watched cartoons again. So, you know, laugh. Don't, my aunt laughed, looked at me and said, can't believe you still like cartoons. So I told her, you can't forget to be a child. That's how you end up. Or one of the ways, I should say, end up unhappy because you're constantly worried about life. You can't forget the wonderful, how wonderful it is to be a child and be carefree, even if that's for 30 minutes a day. Take some time, laugh and have fun. The next thing I was talking about my cousin, right? My family, maintain healthy relationships. Doesn't necessarily have to be family. We know how stressful family can be. It could be good friends and, you know, coworkers, you know, have a good network. For me, it's also the, People I connect with who are in health and fitness on, on Instagram. I've connected with some great people on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, you, you can use, don't blame social media. You can use social media. It comes down to the user. I've used social media for many great things. Part of the reason why my show has grown is because of social media. A lot of my listeners follow me on Instagram and, I, and follow me on Facebook. There are groups on Facebook that people that I've helped with uh, their health, fitness, fat loss, and so on and so forth. The Lumen group that has over 21,000 people where I answer questions to them all the time. It's on Facebook. Social media can be very beneficial. Don't blame social media. Just learn how to use it better. And if that may be challenging, but it, and it takes time. But maintaining healthy relationships is not about social media. I'm just saying maintain healthy relationships. And sometimes you have to get rid of people out of your life who don't mean you well, or even if they do, they don't know that they're causing harm, but they're still causing harm. You need the right people in your life. Last I'm going to say is eat a nutritious diet. Um, I'm going to, my follow-up short. So next weekend, I'm going to get into what that actually looks like. A nutritious diet that can help to lower cortisol levels. So I would do that. And I also will post something on my Instagram about lowering cortisol levels as well. So I will get once I, next week, once I get into that episode about and break down or that short, because I would say short because these are really solos that about 10 to 12 minutes because I want you to enjoy your weekend and have to listen to me the whole time, even though I'm kind of like a bad conscience. But yeah, eat a nutritious diet. So I'll release my short next week on that. 
so you can learn so you can learn some nutrition tips on how to reduce stress reduce cortisol levels again i have episodes on shorts on these episodes go i'm sorry on these habits go back and listen to them except maybe the, the diet piece which i will release next week so yeah enjoy your weekend fam and keep being awesome thanks for listening to the zico health show if you got good quality content out of this or any of my episodes save subscribe and share it with family friends co-workers or anyone who needs this information remember always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride